You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Okay, Chiefs Kingdom. We are here, ArrowheadPride.com, covering all angles, all corners of the NFL draft for you this weekend. We talked with you yesterday on the live streams, breaking down both picks at 21 and 30. And we got a pick coming up here. A little unexpected. Uh, they stood at number 50 in the second round, the Chiefs did. And we're looking at number 48 right now. The Bears just took Jaquan Brisker, the Penn State safety, a guy that you know, I like quite a bit in the second round. But I'm Ron Cobb Jr., Jared Sapp, Rocky Magana, and Talon Graff are joining me here on the live stream as we are awaiting the Chiefs pick at number 50. We've all kind of been talking in the group chats and, and then on here before we got on. You know, hey, receivers probably, you know, the one thing we're looking at, right? George Pickens has fell this far. The slide has been real. We've seen guys like Wandale Robinson go over him, other receivers. And so, yeah, maybe that's where we'll start here. Is that the dream, guys? Rocky, you're the George Pickens guy. Are you just kind of sweating in your, or, you know, shaking in your boots right now? I am literally a ball of nerves and sick <laughs> to my stomach. I was George Pickens no matter what at 29, you know, so the fact that he slid to 50 and it looks like the Chiefs might have a shot at him. If they pass up on him and somebody else gets him, I'm just going to be destroyed and heartbroken for the rest of the night. Yeah, I mean, he was your number one receiver for sure. I mean, number one player, maybe number one play overall in the draft. Number one, number one player on my board. In number big, one on the letters. big board. And so yes. getting him at 50 is uh, obviously uh, quite a bit of value uh, for on Rocky's big board. So, man, it's it's shaping up for that. Uh, Jared, when you think about George Pickens here, or is there someone else here maybe that you're thinking, what are your thoughts here as, as we approach 50? I mean, I, th I think this is the moment where we're going to find out what does the league really think about George Pickens and yes, every team has contacts at Georgia. Every team knows everybody in the sec. The NFL has good information on him. If he gets through the remaining two minutes of new Orleans pick without somebody trading up for him to get ahead of Kansas city and he gets past Kansas city, I think we need to start thinking probably the interview process did not go very well for him. Yeah. Maybe even though he came back and played in the playoffs on that knee, maybe teams just really were not that happy with what they're seeing medically from him. Yep. So if he makes it past this pick and Kansas City's pick, I think, I think it's going to be a very long night for him. I know. That's the thing, man. I, I do think I do think the Chiefs are the type to take the swing right here. And I think the value with the talent would make sense. And they've always they've always done that, I think, when they take their swings. It, it, it's got to be good value in the, the late rounds. Tyreek Hill later in the draft, you know, uh, uh, even like a Kareem Hunt, even though that was third round. Um, Justin Houston, obviously, earlier. Talent, I'll throw it to you, though. I, I, I saw a comment, actually. I want to make sure I get uh, that's Chris overall on Facebook asking, what about Dean? We talked about Nicobe Dean on the AP Draft Room podcast as kind of a shocking pick maybe at 30. He's still on the board. We talked about Chiefs taking linebacker maybe on day two, potentially to round out the the, the room. Talon, what do you think about maybe them going to Kobe Dean here? Uh, it would still be a little bit of a shock. Um, but, hey, at this point, he might be BPA, in all honesty. Um, I'm not... I, I am, you know me, I'm not, I'm shying away from Pickens. I'm not, I'm not on the Pickens train, but um, other guys are, that are possibilities. Travis Jones is still sitting there. That was a guy that's been heavily mocked to the Chiefs. Um, Sky Moore is another one that's, that's a, that's a big favorite that could be going there. But yeah, George, I mean, if, if George Pickens is the pick, I mean, I'm going to root for the guy to, 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 to succeed and, and hopefully he puts all that stuff behind him. But until he becomes a Chief, I'm, I'm hesitant. Yeah, and I think that's totally fair. And I think you're seeing NFL teams uh, share that same hesitancy. Um, and and they know a lot about this more than we do. So I think that's there's, there's something legitimate there. 
um, because I, I trust my guy Rocky's eye. This guy is a is a very good receiver. Um, so that, that's the thing, man. I, he, he's the talent of a first round pick. Just, hey, if we were drafting strictly football players, he's top 10. But unfortunately, you know, you're drafting a person along with a football player. So it just yeah. So let's let's think of some other options here, though. I know one guy, if we're talking defensive line, maybe not on the edge. What about Travis Jones, the UConn defensive tackle? I saw Brian Brown on Facebook commenting here, throwing him out. You know, he's a guy that I definitely did not expect to be. Well, I should say, you know, 50s, maybe the 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 back end of where I expected Travis Jones to be going. But a guy like Federian Mathis, the Alabama defensive tackle going over him was pretty surprising. What do we think about maybe Travis Jones? Do we like the addition to the defensive tackle room? Um, even though they kind of, you know, defensive tackle is it's kind of short up right now if you're talking what's going to happen in 2023 or 2022, but maybe in the future, right? 2023. Uh, what do you, anyone have any takes on Travis Jones possible pick? I like it. I think it'd be, a, it'd be a good pick here. I mean, great value. Some guys had him going round one. I mean, you get him a pick 50. Uh, this is a guy that could slide in if Chris does, you know, if he's not a chief beyond 2023 or even beyond 2022 for that matter. Okay. All right, guys, chiefs are on the clock. Uh, Jared, I didn't mean to interrupt yep. you there, but I was going to say, um, the Saints took cornerback Alante Taylor. There you go. I think he's a good player. It's a, it's a little, a little high. higher than I expected. Him to reach. Is, is, is 52 high for Pierce? Is it, is that a reach over the guys that are on the board? Absolutely. Uh, cause Sky Moore and George Pickens are on the board. Um, Alec Pierce is, is, is a good player though. I, I do think he's someone that I, I thought maybe at 62 would be, would be good on a double up opportunity. I'd like to see it maybe on the second half of a double up at receiver potentially, um, with maybe a sky more here, if they want to go with a more of a slot Z type and then more of your, your bigger X type that can get uh, deep down the field with Alec Pierce. But yeah, chiefs are on the clock guys and they have sky more and George Pickens on their board there. So we're going to see right now how much they value the receiver position what they're going to do. I haven't seen anything. I don't know if, if, if you guys have seen anything, um, but the chief, I'm, I got to see, I, it's got to be receiver, right guys? I mean, I mean, if we're, if it, it with the, with the options they have on the board, it's got to be receiver. Am I going to eat my words? Is, is that going to be? has to be receiver. It has okay. to be receiver. I think, um, I don't know if it's going to be George Pickens, but I, I think it has to be a receiver. I don't think I think it is 50s too early for Alec Pierce. But I mean, if Alec Pierce is a chief, I'm not an unhappy person. So Arrowhead Pride just tweeted out party in all caps. Party yes. in all caps. Jared, do you have anything for us there? Do not. All I was going to say is if you are out on Pickens, if he is not on your board for some reason, I don't know that it's that important to take a receiver right now because the next batch you'd probably still have one at 62 that you might value close to what you'd value sky more as that's the only reason that i can see not to take a receiver here exactly that's the thing man a lot, lot of cryptic messages on twitter right now <laughs> the best kind the best kind of messages are the cryptic ones that that make me um really nervous about what's about to happen but uh no i i I, th I think, you know, the other only other positions, I mean, you know, could there be offensive tackle? Have we seen Bernard Ryman, Raymond go off the board? I don't believe so. The no. Central Michigan offensive tackle. He projects as a right tackle. Um, you know, he could be a solid, you know, pick right away if they want to go right tackle, as we've talked about. I am so glad we made our trade up without giving up either second right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. No, they and they still have capital. They still have the third round pick at 103 as well, and the fourth round pick at 135. They're, so they, I mean, you're, we're still going to get whatever happens here. We're still going to get a very good player at 62. Saints oh. have traded for the 50th pick. The pan. I see the Panthers. Uh, Albert Breer says the Saints. The Saints are just on the clock. Oh, pa Tom Pelissero says Patriots. I, I oh. misread it. It says Patriots. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so it's probably Patriots. I think Albert Brewer might be mistaken then. Then I think it's Nicobe Dean coming here. Oh yeah, that's that's a great call. I like that call. Well, uh, or 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 another linebacker. Honestly, they do like their bigger guys. Maybe a Leo Chanel from Wisconsin um, could make sense here potentially because Nicobe Dean is is not the biggest guy, and the Patriots do like their thumpers. 
and I, I know the talent is not on the same planet, but it's a copycat league. Leo Chanel, I think, is the one linebacker that you can use the way the Cowboys use Micah Parsons. Yeah. Rotating, yeah, in, rotating it at the edge. He's it's you know, everything else, it's not even on the same planet, but that scheme specific, I think he's the closest you can get to that. And I, I thought somebody would be yeah, I, I I saw him more. I mean, I know. Yeah, he's he's a good blitzer. He's a really good blitzer. Someone that if if he's a dime linebacker in the Chiefs defense is just going to be flying around. Um, Albert Breer has apologized and said Patriots. So I'm trying to find out. Okay, so the Chiefs are at now now at Chief at pick 54. It looks like and they picked up 158 as well. All right. So they obviously like how the board has fell to them. They're moving back a few spots. Um, so now this live stream has gotten delayed or elongated a little bit, but hey, we're partying here. We're just having a good time. What do you think about Chad Muma? Possibly. That's interesting. Oh, Say it. Go ahead. Patriots have taken Taekwon Thornton. Are you serious? Because I'm seeing another pick. What is going on right now? Michael Silver says Taekwon Thornton. Oh, that was a joke. Okay. I. Good thing I didn't say that because that would have sounded really stupid. Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I saw that tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Tyquan Thornton is the pick for the Patriots, it sounds like. Uh, the, wow, second-round pick, someone that you know wasn't even on the radar for top 100 boards uh, before the combine when he when he put on a show, ran one of the fastest combines, and now is a second-round pick for the New England Patriots. That's pretty crazy. That, that, that is pretty wild. The Patriots have gone they, out they on a limb. They the traded up for him with George so is, Pickens, Sky Moore, Jalen Tolbert, uh, a lot of a lot of receivers on the board still taking Tyquan Thornton really valuing that speed. That's that's a, that's a pretty I bold think, move. I think this is this is the Christian Kirk effect because right now, if you have a wide receiver who is solid and not outstanding that fits your scheme really well, I think you feel a lot of pressure to have a replacement for that player in house because you're not going to want to play the, pay the guy who's on your team what he thinks he's worth anymore. So, true. I think that that's 100%, you know, the Christian Kirk effect. Um, I wonder why jump up for Taekwon Thornton? Was, were the Chiefs going to take Taekwon Thornton? Was there another pl- team between now and 54 that were going to take Taekwon Thornton and now going to be shifting to a different wide receiver? Or... Is this just Bill Belichick being paranoid? And he, I think he it's the same. Sorry, go ahead, Jared. Yeah, he would have. He the player would have complimented what Philadelphia is building in their wide receiver room really, really well with um, with AJ Brown and uh, Devontae Smith. I think he would have complimented that room really well, but fifty one would still be really, really high for him. I mean, yeah. I, we're, we're talking about Bill. He just took Cole Strange in the first round. Nothing against Cole Strange, but I, I think he could have gotten him a lot later. So I I think Bill's just being Bill. I think he might be a little outdated now. <laughs> Bill's got his board and he doesn't give a dang. <laughs> Bill, it's Bill's board and nobody else. <laughs> no, you got to start to wonder. Uh, uh, I mean, come on. I mean, at, at some point, you got to start to wonder uh, what, what's going on there uh, with Bill. Let's update the people, though, who have who maybe uh, joined later. The Chiefs have traded out of pick number 50. They traded with the Patriots, the same team they traded with on day one. So, obviously, they, they continue to call each other. And are at now number 54, which we're going to you know stay on here, kind of talk through the draft while we wait on that. So, number fi- so here's the remaining draft picks on the board. Shout out Pete, the boss man, uh, updating us in the group chat to make it easy on me. Sec- two second round picks still, 54 and 62 are, are the picks in the second round. They have a third round pick still, 103. But now they have a fourth round and a fifth round pick at 135 and 158. They had the fourth round pick before. But the 158 is the new pick that they acquired uh, in this trade down, moving four spots down with the Patriots and allowing the Patriots, I guess, to, to come up and, and grab the guy they really wanted, uh, Tyquan Thornton, the Baylor receiver. Yeah, it, it, it's fascinating, man, that, that – that was the move. I mentioned Jalen Tolbert, another receiver on the board that they passed up. I mean, there, there's, I mean, Alec Pierce. I mean, even a guy like him, he he feels like, you know, David Bell, the, you know, obviously didn't test well, but just a really good receiver, it seems like. That, that just kind of shows you that traits matter, right? It kind of shows you that, you know, if you got that speed trait, you're really going to get overvalued by NFL teams. I mean, we're seeing it here. 
again, it might just be Bill off his rocker a little bit, but uh, you know, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, he's not that old. How old is Bill? Is Bill? I was thinking. Bill's not that old. He's in his seventies, I think. Right, seventies. He's he's not a spry guy. No. <laughs> yeah, no on, doubt about that. Yeah. On Thornton, one yeah. thing that I was thinking about the other day, though, I don't ever remember a receiver who had you know acceptable college production having the combine he had and getting less buzz. You're talking about Tyquan Thornton, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't I it's like but then we saw this, then we yeah. got this. So obviously there was some sort of buzz within NFL circles. Yeah, it's just it's from just draft big... media. Usually that's somebody who comes out of the combine, and I know he's kind of overshadowed by Christian Watson's freakish nature. Just seems like in a normal year, that would be somebody who would come out of the combine and you'd feel like he's greatly increase his draft position which this guy apparently did just nobody saw not coming all right eagles well, pick is in do you mind sharing with the people yep they've taken center slash guard cam jurgens ah he was a, he was one of those late risers at the end of the process that really started to to catch some fire it's probably about the range that i assumed he would go number 49 on dane burglar's top 100 um there you go. Nebraska center. Uh, you know, you got to like that. Nebraska, you know, there's probably some Nebraska fans listening mm-hmm. potentially. So your guy just went there. That's chief's kingdom. I'm, I'm guessing this is the last year they have, you know, their franchise legend center on their roster. I think Jason Kelsey will probably retire after this year. And they have two options in house now that can compete to take his job. And the other one's probably going to be a great guard. Guys, Steelers pick is in. No, it's George Pickens. Oh no! I really wish I was good enough with like the the tune or the you know the mix right now to get like some sad music playing on the live stream. Kind of just yeah, we'll, we'll just do it ourselves. Um, yeah. Well, that really shows you what the Chiefs think about George Pickens right there. It, it does. It, it that's all you he, need to know. And they they did their work on him. Yeah. Exactly. If his, if his visit had gone well, he would be a chief right now. I know. But and just it, because, it's just unrequited love, guys, and I'll get over it. I will heal in due time. I'm not going to lie. If the Chiefs are going to pass on a high-risk player, that says something to me. They are passing on a high-risk character player um you know if you want to categorize it like that which we are because they just passed on him even though we know he's a first round talent i just would think that the receiver position is is one you maybe uh it's like hey like we'll 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 make it work you know uh you know if you got real you know it's not a it's not a linebacker it's not a you know it's Um, it's this this kind of i mean the fact that the chiefs have taken players with the past before that that's even a bigger red flag. Like, like the Chiefs aren't even willing to take. Like, how bad is it? You know, I mean, because they, I mean, it doesn't take long to look at look at the guys that have a history with the Chiefs, right? Like, so I don't know that. I again, I hope he succeeds. I never want to see anybody fail, but I, I hope he can figure it out because there's clearly stuff going on. Yeah, I think that the the thing that the Chiefs look at more than anything with guys, they don't care if a guy has a past. They care about it if the guy's working towards the future and if the guy's showing contrition for that past. You know, That's if a, a guy walks, if a guy's walks in there with no with no kind of regard for the or or you know understanding of his mistakes, then you know there's a gosh, there's an old movie called The Big Kahuna where they say this guy doesn't have any character and he's like, why? Because you know, I, I don't think I've made any mistakes. He's like, no, you've made plenty of mistakes. You just haven't realized them yet, right? And that's what—that's how characters built. So I would probably say that's got to be something like that. And Not to get too, like, yeah. If, go ahead. You know, Pittsburgh is a great organization. They—they—they they, they keep guys on straight and narrows. It seems like. I mean, I know Mason Rudolph has obviously had his headlines, and 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 so has Cameron Hayward. But again, it seems like it's a—it's a good organization to be a part of. All right, I want to update the people. Uh, P Bates thirty three on the YouTube channel asked, "What did they get from New England?" So they traded back four spots. They are now at number fifty four, and they acquired the fifth round pick uh, that they now have. I believe it was one fifty eight. Um, yes, it was one fifty eight. 
So that is what they got. They added a fifth round pick by moving back four spots and and passing up the chance to get pickings. I mean, they as, as you guys all just presented. I mean, they they just straight up and and, I, and Brett Veach is smart enough to know what the value of pickings was, where he probably could go if he had any sort of sniffing that he would go in this range. And they wanted him; they would have just taken him. And so this isn't this isn't a situation where you know they're going to be like, well, we thought he could get him at fifty four. No, they would have just taken him right there. There's no reason to trade out. And, so if you really wanted him. So, yeah, that, that's all you really need to know. So now receivers on the board. I'll, I'll go ahead real quick, though, and say my my big board, my kind of updated big board. Nicobe Dean is my best player available at 23. Rocky, what do you got uh, for us here? Colts take Alec Pierce. Chiefs are on the clock. Oh, wow. Okay, so Chiefs are on the clock. We are going here. I'm going to tweet out a, 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 a link real quick because I need the people to know we're on the clock. Guys, are we thinking receiver Alec Pierce is kind of one an, an option for sure um, that that we that we I like for sure at least. Um, and now that Pickens is gone, Sky Moore is still on the board though, and maybe that is who they're looking at. Do you think potentially? Yeah, they'd have to. Colts took Alec Pierce just a second. Yeah, I was going to say, did so, I miss here, Rocky? <laughs> yeah, no, Colts took Alec Pierce, so Alec Pierce is gone. Yeah, I'm talking about. I said Sky Moore. I thought, and maybe oh, I, okay. maybe I didn't. Uh, yeah, Sky Moore still on the board, yeah. and that that's maybe someone they could be thinking about. You mentioned Chad Muma, and I want to. I don't think we hit on that too much because he was actually someone I was tempted. The Wyoming linebacker, for anyone not familiar, he was someone I was actually tempted to to mock them uh, at sixty two. Uh, just be, and and I was like, well, they're not going to take three linebackers in a row in the second round, right? Three back to back back years. They could because he 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 he's a really rangy guy and, and someone that that could really help. Uh, you know, maybe in the dime defense as a as a higher ceiling. What Ben Neiman has been doing for them um, over the last few years. Troy Chiefs Anderson are, measures out at, at a Sam pretty well too, right? He's on he's on the board. Troy Anderson, yeah, there you go. Montana Great. State, the everyone's favorite story. What's up, Talon? Sam Williams is there. Yes, he is. Sam Williams is one of my favorite guys. He's he's one of the he is the highest edge available on my board. Um, Nicobe Dean, Travis Jones, Bernard Raymond, Sam Williams, and. Uh, Sky Moore is the next player on my board. So, yeah, we're in that sweet spot for me where, you know, any of those guys would make sense, uh, in my opinion. Oh, man. Go ahead. I've heard some buzz today that Sam Williams will not get past 56 at the Cowboys. And maybe that's what they had in mind in terms of, hey, we know we have that 56 floor, right? So we know we can work with that if we really want to take Sam Williams. I like it. That's good info. That's good info. Rocky, what's up? So just a little bit of insight on the on the Pickens situation. Apparently he was in a car crash a week ago and got cited for not wearing his seatbelt and had a minor head injury as a result of it. So that just kind of goes a little bit to the like just kind of being careless off the field, I think. Mm. Chiefs pick is in. Do you have it? Do you have the name? Yeah, I have I have it. It is Sky Moore. Wide receiver. Sky Moore. All right. There we go. That's exciting. I heard, yeah. I heard Arrowhead Pride already has a profile on him. Yeah, we <laughs> somebody right. does. Somebody. Some some smart writer that, that really took the initiative to get it out there. Sky Moore, Western Michigan wide receiver. Uh Jared, you wrote the profile as I just teased a little bit. Why don't you give us a little rundown on what you got from Sky Moore when you uh, when you looked at the film? Um, I definitely thought that if the Chiefs wanted him, they would need to have taken him by now. I, it's hard because in my mind, I still want to see the Chiefs' offense going through Tyreek Hill, and it's and I thought I was past it. I thought I was better until I really sat down and looked at Sky Moore because it just it dawned on me that we're going to have to start seeing the offense going through a different type of player. He can handle an, an insane amount of the Chiefs offense. He can have a very special relationship with Patrick Mahomes and really be a go-to player. He's – it's just the big difference is he's going to make a 20-yard catch. He's not going to make a 20-yard catch and then cut and take it 20 more yards to the house. Yeah, no, I, I think there's some. I mean, there's a little to him with that. I would think. I mean, you know, you don't want to say he has none of that. I don't think he has none of that. Um, it's the change in direction is what I never really saw. Mm-hmm. Although he was not an easy player to find film for, I could not find any all twenty-two film for him. I mean, you're right. Everything, everything I used for my piece came from 
from game from broadcast footage. Yeah, you know, you are right. And that was the case with me as well. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, Western Michigan film isn't out there. But no, I, I really like the fact that, you know, when you talk about the big receivers they have, you talk about Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling. You know, this is a good complement to what those guys bring. Yes. This is this is a guy that's going to give you slot capability, you know, give you those short routes, going to win quickly off the line, be able to, you know, catch a bubble screen, you know, and 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 give you some yards. You know, and, and like you just mentioned, Jared, he's not going to be the the big play in terms of like you're talking straight ahead speed, just blowing everyone away. But he, he he's kind of, you know, the what Jahan Dotson, what I really liked about him, Sky Moore does a little bit of that too. And I think they're actually pretty similar players. You saw Dotson go at 16. I think this is great value. For I like, like him him. better than him. You liked him better than Dotson? I like him better than Dotson. Well, hey, well, there you go. I, I, I disagree. But Jared is the one who broke him down. So I, I love it. Uh, Talon Rocky, Rocky, you got any takes on, on Sky Moore and initial reaction? Yeah. So he's a guy that for his size is pretty good at the contested catch. I think that the one thing that Tyreek Hill struggled with was his catch radius. And Sky Moore seems to have a pretty good catch radius for his size. He can kind of, he comes back to the ball well, um, pretty good body control. The one issue that I have with Sky Moore is that he's five. He's what five nine, and he only has a thirty four inch vertical. You, I mean, it's not a terrible vertical, but it's nothing special out of a smaller guy, right? So you're not. He's not going to be a guy who's going to go up and get the ball. Um, he's going to be that across the middle um, kind of guy who you who you try to get in space. If they if they utilize him like the Colts used to utilize um, uh, Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne, then I think that he could have a lot of a lot of success, right? But he's not going to be, he's not that outside receiver that you're looking for. You know, it's funny you mentioned those names. Uh, Jahan Dotson got a Marvin Harrison comparison from a former GM, uh, Mike Tannenbaum. And when I talk about Dotson, Sky Moore being similar players, I do think there is something too, you know, maybe the, a smaller build guy that just has really quick feet, gets open, you know, creates separation. I think Moore kind of fits that as well. Talon, what are you thinking about Sky Moore? Are you excited about the Chiefs adding to the receiving core? Yeah, it's good to see another receiver there, a young guy that they get four years of control over. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not super high on Sky. I, I think he's okay. 54 is a good spot for him. I wasn't going to be happy if he was around one guy. Um, so they, they trade back and get someone that's going to, you know, come in and, and, and provide quality depth, I think. Um, it'll take him a little bit to, to really get traction as a starter, if that ever really does happen. Um but again, it's it's a solid pick for Veach. I think it's a guy that you can trust. It's a guy that you know he's going to come in and work, and it's it's not a, a low character guy. So um, while he's not going to be rookie of the year, or, you know, or Pro Bowl or anything in his, his first couple of years, I think he's going to come in and give quality reps to you know to to an offense that that is looking for new stars. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll be honest on the AP draft room, and 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 Jared, you you called it called us out a little, not called us out, but just you know you you listened and heard that we ca- I called Sky more a low floor player. And, you know, I, it was kind of more searching for that, that right name to kind of talk about. And, and I, I do see how he could be a low floor, low floor player in a vacuum, but with the chiefs, man, I, I, I see, you know, the role is there and the chiefs are going to utilize him correctly. I think a team could utilize him incorrectly, try to give him a little more, you know, right, wide receiver one, um, you know, usage instead of maybe more of a complimentary complimentary piece, like he'll be in Kansas city. No, I, I like the – and, you know, hey, if Andy and Patrick Mahomes signed off, but you know that they did, it's a good pick. So sure. let's let's get grades on the on on the pick. You know, we, we graded last last night on, on Karloftis and McDuffie. Uh, Jared, I'll start with you. What do you give this pick uh, grade-wise? I'm trying to separate that – I mean, I had it in my mind everything was going to be good with George Pickens and he was going to be a chief. Some trying to separate that from my mind in a vacuum without knowing that I'm going to give this an a minus because I like that they're able to trade back and still get him. And the 158th pick doesn't seem like much, but Brett Veach has been really good at finding people in that range who fit a specific role. So I'm really excited to see what happens with that pick. So given the draft value, I'm going to give this one an a minus. A minus. There we go. That was a high, that's higher than any uh, grade we got last night for the first round picks. Rocky, what are you what are you thinking about a grade here? Uh, well, so I like I like the player. I like Sky Moore. Um, I think the issue is is that the Chiefs are still in need of a number one wide receiver. Um, they're going to end up. They, they don't have control of Juju after this year. They don't have control over Miko 
after this year. And I think that they're going to go into next year with two wide receiver threes on their roster in MVS and Sky Moore and without any real, you know, set guys on the outside. So I feel like this, he's a solid player, but does he fill the role that the Chiefs needed in this draft with a number one wide receiver on the outside? And I don't think he fills that role. So while I really like the player, I really like the pick. Uh, I'm around. I'm a B minus on this one. I'm, I'm not. I'm not down on the pick. I like the player, but it's not. It's not what we needed. I don't think. Talon, what are you thinking grade wise here? Yeah, I'm. I'm going C plus. Um, I'm just. I'm just not that high on him. I, again, I think he's going to be an okay player, and, and and landing with the Chiefs is going to help him. Um, and and re, uh, going back to what you were talking about, the low floor part. I agree. If he goes to the wrong spot. Man, if it's going to be bad for him, it would be bad. So um, he needs time to develop. He needs to be in the right system. He needs to be with the right staff and the right talent around him. And, and Chiefs are, you know, obviously the Chiefs. So if he's going to succeed, I'm glad he, he's with the Chiefs. He's going to give him the greatest opportunity to succeed, you know, one of the few spots to do so. It's going to be a little bit. And so for that reason, you know, 54, you want to see a guy who's going to come in and contribute early and contribute a lot. He might contribute, but it's not going to be a lot. And it might be a little bit before he really – gets any traction. So I C plus for me. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not that thrilled about it. I'm not going to lie. That's completely fair. Um, and, and I like you standing your ground on your takes here. Um, I'm going to go a minus here. I, I agree. I agree with Jared. I was thinking B plus, but I like the value they got him here at, right? If sky Moore is your pick at 30, if sky Moore is your pick, maybe you trade back early in the second round. You know, I, I, I think there might be some value questions there. There was a good amount of receivers that went off the board before uh, Sky Moore, and they and they took their time. They added a fifth round pick in the process, and they obviously like him. They obviously this is a guy they've obviously they obviously targeted. They obviously p- passed up taking a you know superstar potential guys like George Pickens, like Christian Watson. So when you think about it like that, and that's the thing, man. It, you know when the Chiefs make the pick, it's such a smart organization. It's it's hard to you know nitpick it too much. But I like us standing our ground. I like I, I like the opinion talent. I like these grades, man. I like this discussion. It was a good one. Chiefs are still coming up though on the clock. We're going to bounce out of here and come back on the live stream when they get a little closer here. So appreciate everyone checking in and stay tuned. We will be uh, back with another uh, reaction to a live pick. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, we are back on the Arrowhead Pride live stream, breaking down Chiefs picks as they come in. We're looking at Chiefs pick number 62. They're about to come up on the board. Um, Right now, we see the Bengals are about to pick at number 60. I believe uh, Rocky broke the news to us that that will be Cam Taylor Britt, the Nebraska cornerback, um, who I kind of like for the Chiefs. But 
I'm Ron Cobb Jr. Rocky, Jared, Talon are the guys with me as they were before. We're breaking down everything Chiefs draft. Guys, how we feeling? We took, obviously, the Sky Moore, the Western Michigan receiver, uh, just a few minutes ago. Now we're looking at maybe another position. Could they be doubling up at receiver? Uh, what, are, what, are, what are the takes we got as we wait for the pick to come in? I think that uh, it depends on if – I think if Travis Jones is there, I think they're taking Travis Jones. Uh, it still could be on Perry and Winfrey at if, sixty-two as well. I, I, I feel I feel like they're gonna they want to build the trenches. Nicobe Dean's still sitting there, right? Jeez, he is, yeah. isn't he? That apparently his size is it really uh, really bothers teams because um, he's such a good playmaker. You could make you could maybe make make the argument that you know at Georgia behind that defensive line with all those guys it's a little easier to be a playmaking linebacker. But man, I don't know. I like what I saw from Dean. He's the best player available definitely right now for me. He's the best player on my board. It's interesting, man. He he, he definitely round out the linebacker group. That would be a strength uh, after you know only a couple of years ago it being a complete weakness. Yeah, I the issue I guess is with the height, you know, the Chiefs need somebody in that Sam linebacker role right now. Do you think Nicobe Dean could handle lining up against the tight end consistently? Yeah, and that, and that's the thing. I, I think in, in the base, right? And and maybe in against the run, you don't really maybe Nicobe's not the guy when you're talking about Willie Gay and Nick Bolton. You probably want them in the um, in the game if you really want a guy that's gonna come up, you know, defend the run, um, you know, give you some hard hitting, but uh as a playmaker in space, as a playmaker, you know, sideline to sideline against the pass, blitzing coverage, Kobe Dean's your guy, and he'd be a fun playmaker. Is Channing Tindall still out there? Because I might. He should be. Kobe Dean. I mean, as really, sideline to sideline playmaker. I just yeah. think he moves better. That that is definitely the case. Um, I I would say, um, you know, some other guys. We saw Bernard Raymond has still not gone off the board. I really like him. I like him more than Trevor Penning, who went in the first round. Well, we saw his teammate, Luke Gedeke, I believe is his name. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Luke Gedeke, the Central Michigan offensive tackle. That, that was it, right? Um, yeah. I like we just Son Ryan. He's still there, I know. Yes, your guy. That's a, that's a swing, but I like him personally. He's one of my personal favorites. Yeah, no, that's, that's your guy, a guy that can play guard and tackle. The Chiefs will value that versatility. That could definitely be the reason why they could see, we could see him go here. Um yeah, but could we see the double up on receiver? Could we? I mean, could they Could they go with a guy? You know, we've seen Jalen Tolbert, who would be maybe a compliment to what we, they got with Sky Moore. Jalen Tolbert is here. Um, you know, another receiver possible at this point could be, well, yeah, no. David Bell's probably a little early for David Bell with his athletic testing, I would imagine. Um, they, there's a few, you know, Calvin Austin, we've talked about that. They like Marquise Brown. Um Although you imagine Sky Moore, you know, maybe takes some of that role. Rocky, what do you got? Uh, Niners select uh, edge rusher Drake Jackson. Chiefs run. Oh wow, that might have been who they were looking at, don't you think? That could have been who they were kind of targeting a little bit. We talked about, uh, you know, them them doing the youth movement, wanting really young guys. Drake Jackson just turned twenty one. He's a guy that has some of that bend um, profile that you kind of get excited about, even if he didn't put it all together in college. Obviously, a very high high school recruit. I could have definitely seen the Chiefs taking a swing, and and maybe the Chiefs are going to, are going to get caught off guard by that. Potentially, yeah. he was a guy that I was really really high on. I thought that he has best football was in front of him. Um, kind of bummed that he's not going to be a Chief as well. I, I really want the Chiefs to take a guy that I just like was super high on, so that I could be excited when I hear the name. Yeah, what do you got? What what uh what do you guys think about that, Jared uh, Talon? I, I mean, I think, I think he's the pl- kind of player that the Chiefs would be selecting in this round, in this time frame. Yeah, I mean, similar feelings to Sky Moore. It would have been okay here. The range is fine for Jackson. Um, just not one of my – I'm not very high on him. I, um, but, again, he, he has some bend to him, but, it, you know, he's a 49er, so it's – you know, I'm not, I'm not going to get too into him. We will see. We're coming up. I'm. I'm. Uh. I think this got to be defensive tackle. I, I'm gonna. I, if I was a betting man, I would say they're going. They're going D line here. Mm-hmm. I, I would think, think so as well. Travis Jones still on the board, is he not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Could be him. How, how high yeah. does Barno go? I saw someone have him like pretty high on their board. Does he go today? The Virginia Tech defensive end? Right. Yeah, the athletic freak at the combine. One, you know, ran the fastest forty-yard dash we've seen from an edge he, rusher at the combine. It really complement what we've already done. Right. Yeah. The problem is he's he's kind of a one-trick pony. All he is is speed. There's not a lot of anything else there right now. He would be a project. Well, we got one YouTube commenter uh, teasing it a little bit. Um, I'm not even sure who he means by that necessarily. I think I have an idea. Um, but it's defensive line if that's the case, which you guys are predicting. You know, we had a scare about a certain person last night. Could it be that guy? Could it be Rocky, your guy, the uh, you know the the San Diego State edge rusher potentially? I would actually um, be really happy about that. He's another Spags type of guy. Yeah, I think he's a guy. I think there's a little more upside to him, but. I mean, the guy we have has a much higher floor. Mm-hmm. Well, we're awaiting the pick here. Anyone who's just joining us, we saw the Niners. Uh, they just they just took uh, who did they take again? I'm already I'm already losing Drake Jackson. Drake Jackson. Jeez Louise! It is it is hectic here on draft weekend, but I love it. I love the chaos. The chaos is fun to deal with. I really do think Drake Jackson could have been who the Chiefs were uh, looking at here. We could maybe even see a trade back because of that potentially. Um, I, I do think that could be the case, um, get more value um, because you thought a guy that, you know, that was going to be there is not there anymore. And and now you, you might as well just reset and maybe add some more capital potentially to maybe move up later and get another kind of guy. So we talk about, you know, maybe offensive tackle Bernard Raymond, the central Michigan, you know, right tackle if they want to address that position, you know, receiver still on the board, you know, I mean, who do we got? I mean, I said Jalen Tolbert. I know I keep. I'm only. I only got a top 100 list in front of me, so I gotta. I gotta start digging into the uh, other stuff I got with me. Um, I mean, there, there's some off the wall guy. I mean, they could go tight end. They might go. You know, I saw Trey McBride go earlier to the Cardinals. Um, Dolchich is still sitting there. Um, Khalil Shakir, Boise State. Um, is obvious is also there as well. Danny Gray, the SMU receiver, we saw him have a blazing fast 40 at the combine. Um, this might be a little early for him, but I saw Dane Brugler put him in third round, so you don't know. I mean, we saw Tyquan Thornton go in the second round, so and Jelani Woods, Jelani Woods, the Virginia tight end. I know Rocky would be a favor or a fan of that one. I think we have a few AP staff members that'd be a fan of that pick. Yeah, is tight end a real possibility here? That's not a position we haven't really talked about yet. I do not believe there's been a tight end off the board yet yeah. at all. Uh, Trey McBride's gone. Where did he go? Cardinals. He oh. went to Arizona. Okay. Well, there you go. So, Greg Dolchich is still available. Kate Otten, the Washington tight end. Jelani Woods, Virginia tight end. Charlie Kolar, the Iowa State tight end. I actually saw Dane Brugler mock him in the bottom of the third round uh, to the Chiefs in his second round mock. A tight end could definitely be where they go here, um, you know, to kind of, you know, they, they've brought in a lot of tight ends in this offseason. They got them all in the practice squad, and they got them. They, they're loaded up with them, so they must love them. They visited with a lot of them. Oh, pick is in. Pick is in. And I'm happy. Yeah, it's I'm not happy. bad. It's happy. Not bad. Is it the guy? Is it Cameron Thomas? No, it's not. It's the Cincinnati defender. Oh, I see it. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love this guy, man. Not uh, this is a guy that I, I, as a strong safety type, Brian Cook, the Cincinnati safety, um, definitely didn't think he'd go in the second round. But this safety class, I, I'm not actually surprised when I, you know now that I think about it. When this safety class, we saw him kind of go. We've seen all of them go now. He might have been the next person, right? I think Nick Cross had the argument the Maryland safety. But we're seeing it. Cincinnati, you know, he's, he's definitely a box safety more than a, than a free safety back at the end of the, the defense safety. Guys, let's get of, our takes off. What do you think, Jared? Think of everything Dan Sorensen ever did well and then think that it happens consistently. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Think, th- think, of, a, think of a guy who, who rises to the occasion and plays, plays up to the level of competition. Um when they played against Alabama, he had one of his best games. I mean, he he walked away with an interception, uh, multiple tackles. He's a guy who's not afraid to get in and get dirty. He's he lays the wood. Uh, this is a this is this was probably him and Lewis Seen were my first two safety crushes in this draft, and 
uh, the fact that we were walking away with him. I'm I'm over the moon about this pick. I think that that he is that he he's that he's that in the box enforcer that the Chiefs kind of needed um, at the safety position. Um, you know, with Tyron Matthew, you know, not being there anymore. This is this is a home run. I think at 62. We're six, not, yes, it's two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it is. They did not trade uh, for once. Um, yeah, I agree, man. I, I like this pick. It, it, it's the second really good defensive back they've ticked in this draft. Because um, I, I really think you're, you're getting guys that, that have high floors. I think you're getting guys that are going to be impact players. Um, you know, I, I, Brian Cook, I mean, he's a guy that's going to be able to move around all the defense. When you think about what they could do with Justin Reed and Juan Thornhill, it, it makes a ton of sense, right? Justin Reed, I think, mm-hmm. has a lot of range as a free safety. You got, you want him more on the back end of the defense. And Brian Cook is going to be, as we already mentioned, you know, closer to the line of scrimmage, you know, be able to support the, you know, help against the run. Jared, what do you got? And it's, I mean, it's kind of what we've seen them do before. It could be a plan for next year's free agency because mm-hmm. Juan Thornhill's a free agent this season. And I don't, I'm not going to do a hot take and say that, like, well, they're going to go ahead and replace Juan Thornhill and trade him during the draft because I've seen some speculation of that um, this weekend. I don't think you're going to see anything like that, but I do think that it's planning for a future need in free agency. So, yeah, we, t- how much did we talk about that, guys? I mean, you know, safety is something that I think was a little undervalued by, you know, a lot of the, co- the Chiefs community. It seemed like, you know, we're all talking about all these positions of the first round. You know, safety should have been, you know, one of the considerations. And I do think the Chiefs probably considered safety, you know, as high as that. But here it's just great value, right? Because I do think there's a drop off in this safety class. I do think once you get past Cook and Nick Cross, maybe there is a little bit of a tear jump, in my opinion. I think these top five, six, seven safeties, I think Nick Cross is, or excuse me, Brian Cook is, is a little closer to that top tier than maybe even Nick Cross is. Um, I, I love that Cincinnati defense, man. I, I just love all those guys. So any of those guys, uh, I'm cool with. So yeah, Brian Cook, man. I, I love it. Um, do we want to get grades out? Do we want to get grades? Does anyone have a good grade to, to think of right now as, as we sit here with the, the Chiefs have four picks now? Brian Cook's the fourth pick. What are we thinking uh, grade-wise? I'll get mine out real quick. I gave it an A. I'm writing my grade up right now, actually, for the for the article that's going to drop. But yeah, um, just real quick, A, I think it's a great pick. It's, it's great value in round two. Um, good box safety who walks a punch, man. He's he, he's going to make the defense better. And if Juan Thornhill isn't the future guy, which probably not now, I think Brian Cook and Justin Reed, man, that's a heck of a duo. But 2022, the defensive back room, dude, vastly improved from when we started the draft. Oh, absolutely, man. That's a good point. No, the defensive back room is really exciting. I mean, they already were adding young playmakers, uh, you know, like a, a Legereus and a, a Justin Reed within the last few years. But then you add these two guys as well that they have. Whew, I'm liking it. What are we thinking, Rocky or Jared? I mean, I think it's an A. Um, I think that, like like Talon kind of alluded to, I think that you have a swagger in the defensive back room with with Sneed, McDuffie, Reed, and now Cook. You know, you have a bit of you have, you have some spice. You know, with some some attitudes back there of guys who are gonna, you know, really kind of bring it. Um, Cook. You know he he can play deep as well. He's he basically split his time between box and deep when he was at Cincinnati. He only missed eleven tackles in all three years when he was at Cincinnati. He's a sure tackler as there is in this draft. Um, I just I think that this was. I mean the Chiefs basically used three safeties anyway, and Brett Veach has shown that he values a safety first, and it's Steve Spagnuolo values the safety. You know, they went out and signed Tyron Matthew in free agency, and then they went out and got Justin Reed in free agency, both the big contracts, and now they invest a high draft pick in the safety. Um, Chiefs value safeties, and I think that they just got a really good one. Yeah, I think so too, man. I, I really do. Um, we In the AP Dream Draft, I'll take it behind the scenes a little bit. Um, we, we were considering Brian Cook uh, for that, I think it was the second, third round pick. Um, so a little later than this, but we, we went with Damari Mathis, the Pittsburgh cornerback slash safety, um, because of that versatility maybe a little bit where he can play a little corner. But that's the thing. We ha- Trent McDuffie is a, a legitimate starting cornerback. You know, I, I, I teased it a little bit. They, they could maybe play with him at safety a little bit as well. But at the same time, and we talked about that in the group chat. That wasn't just me. But at the same time, uh, when you get, now that you have a strong sa- another strong safety, another guy you can move around, McDuffie's probably just going to be a solidified cornerback, maybe not moved around too much. And so, yeah, that just, uh, you know, maybe that's where you take it with the cornerback position. 
um, you know, in the safety position. That's where we're at. I mean, we got we got good players, and and they they took them where they want. You know, they they took them at pretty good value, in my opinion. Like I just said, we had Brian Cook maybe a little later in our dream draft, but you got to take him where you got to take him, and he's a good player, man. Again, any of those Cincinnati defenders. But uh, jo- Jared, did you get a grade out? Um, I got to give this one an A. I think it's a great pick. Um, the Chiefs' secondary has gone from something I was very concerned about yesterday to very excited to see now, and. I think they've done a great job making that unit of the team better. Yeah. And, and, and if the pass rush isn't going to be super impressive or super effective, you might as well have your back end really good. Right. And so I think that's what we're seeing maybe a little bit. Um, They're trying to find the value at both positions. And right now it's working out to where the value has been at the defensive back position. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and grade it here. I'll go a two. I'll I'll go a minus a minus because I, I do when I talk about edge rush, I value pass rush a lot. I value the defensive line. And I do think with some of the names on the board, I maybe would have rather valued that defensive line position, the edge, you know, maybe another edge. Um, you know, there wasn't a great options on the board, but a guy like Travis Jones, the defensive tackle would even have been, you know, maybe he's higher on my board. Um, my top 50, uh, Brian Cook was not on my top 50. Um, but, you know, that's not expected. Or that's not that's not unexpected. So I'll give it an A minus just because you know I, I do value defensive line, and we're getting to that point where you know it's really hard to find edge rushers and, and effective pass rushers past that top fifty, top sixty, and they're risking it to kind of get you know to, to bring in another defensive back, which is fine because if that's what they want to do, if that's what if they want to make the strength of the defense the back end instead of the front end, cool with me. Well, all right, guys. That was fun. Good live stream. We're going to get cranking on some articles for you people to, to read on the site. I know I got a few things to do. Um, so I'm Ron for Rocky, for Jerry, for Talon. Appreciate you tuning in to the AP live stream. Make sure you're following the site. Make sure you're following us on social. And you might hear from us again later tonight. Uh, we will see. The Chiefs have another pick later. Um, and so we will see what happens then at pick 103. So, all right. Catch you guys later. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.